0: Welcome back to Burning Metal of your host and Forge Master, G-Metal. Now, guys, we got a great episode in today, and this is an important one. It's about why modern heroes don't work. Let's start the forge! So, heroes. What does G-Metal mean about heroes? What is the idea of heroes? This is the episode where we discuss it. Why do we look up to heroes? Who are the heroes? And why are modern heroes not living up to the masses anymore? My take on this is simple. Regular take. Let's go. One. The controversial because they're too realistic. People see too much in themselves in the characters. So they see the flaws and they grew the hate about themselves. People aren't the nicest to themselves, I think. Heroes are supposed to be the best of us. The brightest of us. Another thing. We make all these fantastical worlds, and we expect to really like the one average person who would act like us in a fantasy world. Well, people being metal, flying, using swords, and we want the realistic person. To be the main hero? I don't know if that always works. You have to be a really good writer to to pull that off. To make me want to keep on reading that or watching that. Depending on which medium. I mean, heroes have to live up to the hype. Like if the bad guy and the prophecy and this and that. And the way they take out the bad guy is some... Way that doesn't feel earned or respected, because there's been some anime, and we will get into those top. We will get into those examples in grinding. But I think it's important to note, achieving success isn't the only thing. It's how you achieve success. We want to see grandiose fashions of success. Of course, that's just a G metal opinion. Let the blade cool. Why aren't superheroes no longer special or cool anymore? It's because they're too realistic. I'm going to hit one, one, one example of this that really does exemplify exemplify this. Here's, Here's the thing. I grew up watching a bunch of stuff, but a big thing that I grew up watching was Avatar The Last Airbender. I loved the show. The show was great. It made you feel great, right? The kid was amazing. He grew into a good character by the end of it. And you saw each step in progression. There wasn't this... It it was hand-holding, in essence. They showed you every step of progression. Now, here's the thing. No one in the real world would actually treat the world the way he treated it. Because he's a protagonist of an adventure TV show. Where he fights people who have magic powers. In a fantasy world. What does that mean though, right? What does that really mean? Okay? What it really does mean is this. He was special. In a world full of special people, he was more special. Now, let me bring the topic that brought this whole thing to light. The sequel series of Legend of Korra. in fact, was not special. Even though she was supposed to be special, she wasn't. Why is that? That is my biggest question for something like Legend of Kor. Was her not being special, but special the important thing to tell the story? Let me get to the point, why I think. The characters that we grew up loving in The Legend of Avid, uh, Legend, Last Airbender grew up and now are old. So now all these characters are now special. Everyone is a bender. You know, there's some airbenders coming in by like season two or three. But here's the thing. Everyone is beating the Avatar when it's Legend of Korra. Everyone's beating her down, not just in fights, but in ideals. Ideals, fights, death. Like when it was Legend of, when it was Last Airbender... Yes. Did Aang have to learn? Of course he did. Did he lose a couple fights? Of course he did. But he matured in each fight. But when it came to Legend of Korra, I forgave the first season. Why? Because it's the first season. But then in the second season, she had the same problems. And I felt like the first season didn't happen, minus she could airbend now. Powers. Special powers. And not only that, but everyone else around her was maturing and growing. In some way, shape, or form, right? Heroes need to grow and mature consistently, right? Now, if the show is just hype and hype show, then yeah, they don't really have to. They just get stuff. But Avatar, the Last Airbender, and Legend of Korra are supposed to be these well-written character pieces of these characters not just becoming more powerful, but becoming smarter, wiser, calmer, becoming a better version of who they can be. That's why I can't get behind Legend of Korra. Because it's not until the final season where she finally hits a brick wall and learns everything at once. But before that, the first three seasons, she's just headstrong into everything. It felt like if they just made the, la- the first and last season, you would have got all the progression you needed for her. Everyone else was just cool. They grew. But she was the hero. She was supposed to be the one we all rooted for towards the end. And I didn't. I kind of rooted for the other people because they were doing more to try to make the world a better place. While she was crying and complaining about things that wasn't about saving the world. When there's a giant robot in the middle of your city destroying stuff. And people are more worried about their personal feelings and desires. That's more of a villain trait. And I'm not saying is a villain. But there seems to be more villain traits in a lot of these modern heroes, which I will get into later on. Time to grind. The modern hero. Okay? The modern hero is something of a selfish hero. Right? Now, we consider, oh, why are they selfish? Because we're trying to put more of ourselves into these characters. And what does that really mean? Our life problems are like little problems that we don't normally like outright feel. Classic heroes, for example. Aang was more of a classic hero than anything else. His problems weren't just inner into himself. They affected the entire world. Again, like I said, fantasy worlds aren't real worlds. So you're never going to fully have a regular life problem completely match a fantasy world. But what happens when you try? What happens is you accidentally make a hero seem or act like Dr. Doom. How do I mean this? Dr. Doom's greatest trait is himself. He loves himself. He is himself at all times. But a thing about Dr. Doom is this. In my first episode, I said he was a man who could help the entire world if he just got past himself. But his lesson is simple. It's a simple lesson. Just stop looking at your life problems as importance. Now, why do I say all these things? Aang in Last Airbender had issues, right? Some of them came to he blames himself for the. Air Nomad's uh, genocide. He blamed himself for not being able to stop the Fire Nation. He blamed himself for a lot of things because of a selfish moment he had once. And he was a 12-year-old kid, so you could understand a 12-year-old kid having that moment. But I would imagine if he had five more moments like that, when he came back, that's when you would have started like, okay, calm down, right? These are the... He- Heroes are supposed to be the best of us. Not us, but they're supposed to be the best of us. Us making the best life choices. Villains are supposed to be the ones who makes those choices we wish we would make if we really gave in to our own desires. So what I'm saying here, when we talk about Legend of Korra, she gives in to a lot of her desires. She goes fight every bad guy with a fist even when it's not absolutely necessary, when there's something else. She doesn't try to pick up on nuances. So I'm going to stop bullying on core now, and let me go to something such as Naruto, right? So we have our main heroes. This is perfect. Our main heroes is Naruto and Sasuke. Sasuke's the flawed hero. Naruto is the hero who rises up to the occasion. Sasuke's partially villainous turns back to the good, and all these things. And they start doing things left and right, left and right, left and right. But a big thing in the Naruto fandom is Sakura. The hate for Sakura is big. And at first, to me, it was just she's useless because she doesn't know how to fight in a shonen, which makes her useless. Plus, can we really trust her to do anything important in that situation besides mess it up? But then, I forgot which YouTuber, and I will put it in the description of who gave me, who who put out this idea. But I saw a video where pretty much the reasoning for Sakura's hatred is she is real-alistic. She's real. She's like us. Well, not like us, but like, Sakura was made to be likable to young girls. Because obviously the boys were like Sasuke and Naruto, so he wanted so the writer wanted a good character for young girls who was more realistic for them. And what happens? You make a character that potentially comes off as useless, who isn't meant to be in that scenario. A regular person just doesn't fit fantasy scenarios. That's the truth. If you made a comedy, maybe. If you try to tell me that something. Uh, is a com- comedic character, yeah. But here's the thing. How long can you go until you have to become something better? Choji was a comedy act; He was kind of realistic. But he became a real protagonist in, in one particular arc when they went to save Sasuke. And you know what? Everyone respects Choji for that arc. But no matter what happens, every time Sakura takes two steps forward, she takes one step back. Why is it? She's realistic. Realistic characters come off as flawed, villainous, just like how we see everyone else in the world. When someone does you dirty, you look at them and say, They're out to get me sometimes. So, when we make stories and the modern heroes not living up to the hype of being the hero, that's an issue. The overall beat of a modern hero versus a classic hero is do I want to feel like, I am that person wholeheartedly right now in my life. And the answer's no. Because no one really likes the outcome that they, they would actually do. Because here's the thing. We don't know what we would do with a giant monster. We want to believe we would face a giant monster if we had the ability to do it. But can we and will we is the answer. When we see a character who would do exactly what we would do, we put them down because we would put ourselves down. And I think that's That's the bigger picture. And for whatever reason, there's a bunch of people trying to say that's what we want to see. No, it's not. We want to see characters get rewarded by being brave. Powerful. You know what I'm saying? That is the important thing right there. Let's test the fires. For storytelling now, we're going to talk about the problem of the modern hero. The biggest issue... That is actually really hard to argue against, against modern hero, is that they have, they deal with problems, even if you like it, right? Even if you like that kind of hero. They deal with problems where you would handle it, but get the outcome of the hero. Now, what that tells you is two things. Someone wants to self-engraise themselves and feel so special about themselves without doing anything special. And the second thing is this. You don't put the work in for a hero to get there. How do I mean this? The effort level is obvious. The effort level isn't metal enough to warrant you that ending. You don't see the character try hard. You don't see the character push. You know, it's just this insane idea that the hero deserves this special, grandiose victory... When they didn't put in the grandiose effects. You know what I'm saying? Like, the hero needs to suffer. Needs to train. Need to achieve certain things. Needs to go through hurdles in life. It's called the hero's journey for a reason. Everyone more or less follows this, but the hero's journey is the protagonist bettering himself consistently. And I think that's what it is. In real life, we don't mature as fast as we do in a story. Why is that? Because we're just, we're stubborn. We're stubborn people who want to be stubborn at all times. And even stubborn people mature. But the heroes have a certain time length to grow, right? And if they don't grow in that time length, then the writer is forced to give this ending that was supposed to be earned, but it was just given. Because the story needs an ending that was supposed to be given. Because you were earning it until a certain point. So here's the thing. Writing processes have to work in one way. If you write with cause and effect in reality, you put fiction cause and effect with a realistic character, it doesn't work. If you put a fiction character with a real-life cause and effect, it doesn't work. The character doesn't fit the script. The script has to match how you're writing it, right? No one cares about rich versus poor in a power of magic. The power of magic is the currency. You can't throw in a rich versus poor narrative when the currency is powerful versus not powerful. You can make a metaphor, you could allude to the systems that happen in real life, but if you openly say, the only reason why these people have power is because they're rich and noble, it's because of money. No, it's because of the power set, their skills. They're born with naturally. They're just better naturally. And they have the most resources. But it has nothing to do with money. Imagine that. Because they're just more powerful. Because they have all the tools. Yes. But it's a magic level. That's it. But if you try to tell me it's about money, it's not about money. You kind of hit... You're, not, you're, you're like... The nail's over here and you're hitting on the other side of the wall. That's not how it was in, in a black clover type of world. Now. Let's just say... The character has a arc. The arc goes from number uh, poor kid to becoming a king. And the poor kid has just enough power to grow, but he doesn't have all the boosts, as someone else does. The only way you can implement money as poor versus rich is if you buy it versus earning it. My question to you is this. Fantasy worlds do not work that way. Why do you want a modern hero who's realistic to work in a fantasy world. They never make sense. Hollywood has tried this. It just doesn't work. Forger's Last Stand Now, we talked about storytelling. We talked about what things could help in storytelling versus what doesn't help. Cause and effect, so on and so forth. And my opinions on it, which is heroes being this and that just don't work. These type of heroes don't work in a fantasy world. They work in a drama. They work in movies. They work in uh police procedurals. But these heroes don't work in a world of magic, fire, dragons, spirits. All work. Why? Because all these conceptual concepts are not in our regular world. You could... You could say people are spiritual, but people are never that spiritual in real life, unless you're around that. Or, uh, people if people have more magic powers, we wouldn't be handling situations the same way we handle them now. We handle situations the way we do, because these are the means that we have been taught to do. If we need to drive somewhere, and we can't fix the car ourselves, we go to mechanic. But in a Black Clover world, you go to someone with a magic spell book, who could fix your car who doesn't know, who knows the mechanics and workings, but they don't touch it like that. It's a whole different thing, right? Everything is a little different. Modern heroes do not fit that description for different. At least not anyone's reefs currently seen, right? No writer has come out with that realistic character that could fit in a fantasy world and not stick out like a sore thumb. Like, we just can't it's, I don't think it's a good thing because writers aren't good enough to write that way. And secondly, like, we're putting too much of our own baggage into these characters and expecting you to get over, get over the fact that these characters aren't perfect, but they're getting perfect endings. No. The story you're telling has to have an appropriate ending for your storytelling methods. Real, real characters need real endings. Fantasy characters got fantasy endings. That's how it is. Final Burn. Alright guys, this is the final burn. And here's what, here's the deal on modern heroes. Modern heroes don't fit fantasy. No matter how much you try, no matter how much you try to, you know, Oh, regular people go through this in real life. Yes, I get it. But this isn't a regular world. Your problems are solved differently in a world where stuff doesn't revolve around a currency, around being civilized, around being all these things. Literally, in fantasy worlds, there is quite the opposite effect in real life. We're scared of the police, right? We're scared of police officers, we're scared of all these people. Why? Because they hold power over us in some way, shape, or form. But in a world like Avatar, or Legend of Korra, or Black Clover, you could hold more power than anyone, you just have to train. And you can solely rule over people. And that's kind of how they function in that world. And I think, listen, heroes have been great. I'm not against the modern hero because... I'm not against modern hero because of the whole, you don't want realistic heroes. No, I want heroes that fit the ending. You give me a modern hero, give me a modern ending. Give me that ending that the hero doesn't know. Like. Or give me that ending that the hero has to sacrifice because of his mistakes. Give me that hero who because he did X, Y, and Z, he may have won the battle, but he didn't get what he wanted. The problem is, the classic hero does everything right, and that's who we want to be, and that's the ending we wish we could get. And it's not realistic to have a realistic hero try to pull off all of that and get that fantasy ending. It doesn't make sense. And that is the problem with the modern hero. The outcome never is what you're expecting. And you kind of guess the outcome, but it never feels earned. Heroes need to feel like they earned it. They fought for it. They clawed for it. And when they make a mistake, they get punished instantly. They take a big L. They take. They lose something. They always have a mark to remind them something. But these modern heroes are getting the treatment of these kind of heroes, but when they make mistakes, they're not getting these punchments either. And I need my heroes. I need my heroes to appropriately get what they deserve in these stories. Because you're watching them, you're invested in them, and when they mess up, it matters. Because it shows a modern hero is great. If you give them modern effects, cause and effect, the cause and effect of everything will always be why modern heroes don't work in fantasy stories. You're not going to give them that ending you d- they need. You're going to give them the ending you want and the ending they need to be good characters. Yo, this is Gene Metal. I appreciate you guys listening to this. And if you have any opinions, any topics you want to hear me talk about, yo, go to my social medias. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I just made a Facebook group called Burning Metal. It's a fun place where we talk about anime, talk about podcasting, just talk about the creative process and characters and story structure whatever you want to talk about go there it's a fun creative time and i bet everyone will like it but like i always say always stay metal